I know there's a couple folks out there that don't know what they're doing for this summer yet. Um, so we have that solved for you. We figured it out. You are going to go to CheapCaribbean.com to find deals on all your favorite, all-inclusive destinations, and you're going to spend your summer in paradise. Yeah, guys, come on. Take a break. You work hard. Everybody's working so hard. Mm. Swim up to the bar in Punta Cana or sit with your toes in the sand on the shores of Cancun. You can score an extra $175 off site-wide vacations of four nights or more now through June 3rd. Summer is going to be here before you know it. So do your deal and find vacays in your price range at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. You guys, have you heard about Squarespace? You must have, because I talk about it all the time. Their website has helped me with my businesses, but it will also help you grow your business. And it really does take the guesswork out of building a website. They have so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. Now, one of our favorite product features is the Fluid Engine. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with a best-in-class website template and then customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. Stretch your imagination online with Fluid Engine, built in and ready to go on any new Squarespace site. Go to squarespace.com drama for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Oh my God, this summer, I just want to be sitting somewhere in the sun, reading a book all summer long. And I know that's not the reality, but I'm going to build this fantasy in my head and Macy's is going to help me do it. Do it. I'm going to get a caftan. I can't. (laughs) (laughs) I need you in one of those giant straw hats that says Bon Voyage. Easy. Guys, check out Macy's.com for new bathing suits, beach towels, even floaties for the kids. They have all the poolside and beach essentials that we need for our summer and yours too. Shop at Macy's.com or in-store. In Puerto Rico, if you can hear the music, you're invited to the party. Sometimes it's salsa, sometimes it's plena, sometimes it's reggaeton. No matter what rhythm is calling to you, when you hear it, it is always time to dance. In Puerto Rico, you can't step outside without hearing music because music is life there. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. First of all, you don't know me. (laughs) We're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl, drama girl, cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens, smart girl, rough girl, fashion but you're tough girl, you could sit with us girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens, drama, drama queens, drama queens. Oh, I mean... (laughs) We both got on the Zoom and took a deep breath. This is emotional. Guys, we're back. Season 6, Episode 4, Bridge Over Troubled Water. The episode aired September 22nd, 2008. There's a lot going on. Yeah, it really... Like, I don't want you guys to think this is going to be, like, a really down episode of Drama Queens, but I think we're both, like, recovering from this episode. <laughs> we're going to find our way through, but I'm I'm a little, I don't mean I'm low energy. I'm just, like, kind of in this state of, I was lulled into a state of uh, 
comfort and longing and grief like all at the same time and I haven't yeah. figured out where to where to put it. Well, I think that's a really good way to put it because there's a lot of potential and there's still a lot of sadness and there's a lot of really big themes being processed in this episode. Yeah. Um and <laughs> I was going to laugh because you know it's for our friends at home, you've got Joy and I tonight. Um we don't have Hillary this week. And normally she's the person who will crack the joke you need that's like really inappropriate when everyone is crying and you and I are both just crying. So let's see how we do. <laughs> it's okay. It'll be therapy. Oh, good God. Um, all right. So after learning of Deb and Skill's affair, affair, is that what it's called? Relationship? Whatever it is. Nathan tells secret Deb. Relationship? Secret Deb? romance. Nathan tells Deb she needs to move out. Kicks her out. Jamie's insistence to visit Grandpa Dan brings Haley closer to discovering his disappearance, and then she investigates. Brooke seeks counseling now that her mother has stolen her fashion company and then goes to confront her armed. Literally. That was wild. <laughs> Peyton is excited to find singer Mick Wolf in her studio, who also knew her late mother, Ellie, and her biological father, who is a mystery man. Lucas tries to motivate the Raven basketball team after losing star player Quentin Fields and dun 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 Nanny Carey still going at it, reappearing in Tree Hill. Wandering through the Scott household, in fact. So creepy. I'm like, don't you think I would have changed the locks after that woman tried to kidnap their child? How did she get in? <laughs> you would think. I'm like, wait a second. I did love the nod to Fatal attraction with her picking up the hamster. Is it a hamster or the a bunny. guinea pig? The bunny. bunny. Is a bunny. Oh, Chester's a bunny, of course. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Yeah, I was like, oh boy, we're really, we're just in it tonight. This is one of the strange, unexpected things about our job here on this show is, on this show, Drama Queens, that yeah. um, like we all have a lot going on. I'm sure all of you listeners can relate to that. And you're not always in a space or in the mood to drop in and be emotionally present for something that you, you don't know what the journey is going to be. You don't know what you're going on. And so mm -hmm. it's like, okay, we carve out time and all of everything's buzzing around and the kids are knocking on the doors and the phones are ringing and the texts are popping in. You have to just shut everything down and to just drop in and watch. And I'm so glad I did, but it is a weird, I was like, man, I just did not want to be emotional today. I was I was working and busy and like not in the mood, but I'm glad yeah. that I did. I feel like it's nice to have a little heart check in. Yeah, it's sweet. And I, I will say I realized that I had to surrender to it very quickly because yeah, with the opening of Nathan playing with Quentin in his head, seeing them together on the river court, it was so hard. Because I miss him already, and I, I knew he'd disappear, and I didn't know when he'd disappear. Yeah. So immediately I was like, no, don't go. And I thought, oh, boy, uh, here we go. And Every one of them. Yeah, and I, and I was glad that with you and Jamie we got the context. I thought it was a really good way to do exposition. Yes. You know, have a little boy ask Haley, how long has it been? And you could say it's been eight days. Eight days, yeah. So we could understand the freshness of it all. Um, I like that we're not moving on from it. 
too fast. I do too. That was a bad habit that we would do a lot. A lot mm -hmm. of shows would do that at that time, which I don't know why when they had 22 episodes, because now people, things get drawn out for an entire season on a, yeah. on a six to 13 episode show. I don't know why they had to just feel like they cranked all the storylines out, but I agree. I'm so glad they took more time with this. I needed mm -hmm. more Quentin. Yeah. And I, I'm just glad we got, we're getting to sit with it. I know we talked about that last week too, that, that the funeral episode took its time. This episode to me felt like it really put its foot on the gas. There was a lot going on, mm -hmm. but I, I do feel like it worked. Yeah. The aftermath of grief, which, or, or, or sorry, the aftermath of a massive loss. So living in the grief, but you, the, the fact that life has to go on, there are functional things that need to be done. Yeah. And kind of watching people live in the mundane while feeling such a catastrophic loss. Yeah. I think it's so relatable. Yeah. Um, well, because that's what it is, right? When you're going through something like that, when someone that you love dies unexpectedly and you have to go to work and you're just like. Or the grocery we, store. Yeah. Like, what are we doing here? You yeah. look around at all these people and you think like, what are you doing? Like, who are you talking to? What's making you smile? Yeah. Everything is broken. But for most people, it's just not. Just a normal day. It's for you or your, or your circle. And I think that that, I don't know, it's something that's, I think for everyone who's ever lost someone, this feels sadly familiar, but really... Um, Probably really tender. Life is fleeting. Our time here is short. To honor the fallen, we must live our lives well. This is Lucas's quote at the beginning of the episode. Mm -hmm. It's really good. And and the boys on the basketball team, yeah, really jumped like that. I mean, that's what got me. Like every time the Ravens were on screen, I was oh, crying. Yeah, and Quentin's mom coming in. Oh, to Don Lewis. God, I mean, Don is just so incredible. But as this character, her coming in and, and reminding these young people, like, you have to keep going, and, and you get to carry him with you. Yeah. It's such an important lesson. Yeah, she addressed it. Like, don't feel guilty that you're playing without him or that you're yes. leaving. Don't feel like you're leaving him behind. We're actually carrying him out onto the court with us. Yes. You have to go out and play. That is, mm -hmm. that is the hardest the hardest thing to do after yeah. losing somebody, after a big loss to just like get, uh, I mean, get back up on the proverbial horse. It's just a, yeah. such a not uh, eloquent or sufficient enough metaphor for this. But mm -hmm. yeah, it's, I loved that she did that. We I needed to hear that too. And yeah, I felt it. It got to the core for me. I loved that. The way that they had her speak those words was so specific, and I thought the choices were really meaningful because she says, play your hearts out. Yeah. She's literally saying, like, play the pain out of your heart. Mm. Uh, you know? And she yes. says, don't feel like you're moving on without him. Yeah. You move on with the people that you've lost. And, and it... Watching them play was powerful. I love that they that they lost. I thought that was powerful. They're processing loss. And then 
the notion that the whole town stayed oh. and waited for these boys. I know I want to sob. Waited for these boys to, you know, shower and have their team conversation and clapped them out of the gym. It's like it immediately made me think of two of the most famous quotes from our show. Somebody told me that this is the place. Yeah. And your art matters. Mm. Because for these these boys, like sports and art, like these these makers of culture in our society, even at a school level, like sport is artistic and it requires yes. this team energy and look how much it matters to all these people. And and they they make sure these kids know it and that they don't feel alone. Oh. Sucker punch me right in the heart. <laughs> oh. oh, boy. I hope that you friends out there have watched this episode recently. If you haven't, you really probably should just hit pause and go watch yeah. the episode and then come back to us so that you can us. relate. And we'll all cry together. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know where else to. I mean, I have so many notes, but and and I don't want to uh, lead us. If you have anything you want to jump in or say, I'm happy to go anywhere. Um, my next note is on Peyton, and then I have broken therapy. But yeah, yeah, I know it's hard to like know where to go when the theme is so big. But I do. I actually think Peyton is exactly the right place because you know she. She is the character who's also been through such big loss. Mm. And and she's on the other side of it. Yeah, and Quentin is this shared loss for everyone in the community. And Peyton's loss was so personal. Mm. And with Mick showing up at Red Bedroom, this is the first time she's ever gotten to hear stories about her mom from her mom's community. Yeah. Like she gets a window into Ellie's world. I have a question. Yeah. Did I miss an episode where we met this guy before? No, he's a total surprise. And is this a famous, I think he's a cameo of some famous yeah. musician or something. And so the, the, the only way we know of him is that Mia told Peyton she met a guy on tour who knew Ellie. Right. So we've just heard about this guy. We've, we've never, heard about okay. him. But we have no idea who he is. And so I think that's part of, you know, we love a misdirect on our show. I think part of the misdirect is that Peyton's freaking out about this, you know, famous guitar player. And, oh, my God, what are you doing here? And I have, you know, records you've played on on my wall. And then it's like, holy shit, are you my dad? Right. Oh, my gosh. (gasps) And I love that they keep the mystery of it going. Mm -hmm. And I thought he did a really beautiful job sort of dodging the question but creating this this intimacy with her that really does feel quite tender and parental. It doesn't feel like some guy hitting on a young girl. It feels like something special. And I caught myself being like, well, is it special because he loved Ellie? Is it special because he's her dad? Is he going to answer the question? I know. Who is this man? Is he just like a nice, kind man who is just being a good dude? Like, I I don't know. I'm, I'm thrown off. I don't know. I, um, well, first of all, I love her barging in while he's in the middle of recording. Like, she's so excited. She will yeah. literally just <laughs> interrupts him. But as they're talking in her office and he starts talking about Ellie, the look on Hillary's face was yeah. so, it was just pure little girl. Tell me where I'm from. I want to belong to something. I want to have come from something. And he says, 
it was a it was one of those great loves. So it was messy. And yeah. to, I mean, the way I interpreted the look on her face was just uh, like what the, the the when somebody tells you something about yourself that means yeah. so much, it's a confirmation of everything you've ever hoped was true. Mm-hmm. And she just was like, I I came from a great love for someone who's so romantic as Peyton. Yeah, she's such a devastating romantic. I think. Yeah. I don't think she would ever claim that she is, but that's my opinion about her. I, it well, really made my heart happy to see that. Yeah, and and to see it in that moment and to see – it's funny that you say that, that, that it's the moment where he's talking about how much passion there was between Ellie and this mystery dad. Because I thought you were going to say when she's laughing, like, you look like you've seen a ghost. And he says, I feel like I have. That's your mom's jacket. You look just like her. And suddenly she looks like this little girl. Yeah, that was good too. And I loved the way he stopped her in her tracks. And and you could see the the shock, the excitement, and the hope. And to cut to them on the river walk, it's so nice when we get to go out there, just like Mm -hmm. completely devoid of the emotional parts, but like as a location, I just think it's so beautiful. We didn't get to do it a ton. And that their walk and talk is brimming with that young curiosity because she keeps looking at him like, are you my yeah. dad? <laughs> you know, <laughs> and how did you know my mom? And like, tell me more. And I loved that the way they figured out how to tie it all together was that someone gave him the benefit CD. And so he oh, got to read yes. about what she said about her mom. It was such a special way to tie together the beginning of Trick and that album. And, you know, we really released that album and yeah. all of these things. I was just like, God, this this storyline is really well done. Mm-hmm. I like when and it makes me happy. like that too. Yeah. Just um, bringing, bringing the past back in whenever they can. I wonder yeah. if they, I wonder if they, that just came naturally or if they all sort of, somebody did a pass, like a, when the script was done, like just find a way to keep weaving past things in. Yeah. It'd be interesting to ask one of the writers one day. Um, yeah, I, I really loved that. It was a simple storyline. There wasn't too much to it. It was just the, the slow burn build of what are we going to find out? What are we going to find out? And in the end, you're right. He did, he did kind of dodge the question, but still mm-hmm. maintained this friendship and love and, yeah, the look on her face then too. She was like, "Okay, but but seriously, are you my dad? <laughs> like, could you actually just tell me?" Yeah, I no, loved it. That's good. Friends, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? I don't think so. I don't think there is. No, no. <laughs> oh, that feeling of just walking in the door, and it's like. My life is okay. I'm not a total disaster. Like, yeah. <laughs> I really feel better about myself when my house is clean. And I think the best way to achieve that relaxing feeling of a clean home, Clorox Sentiva. Clorox Sentiva provides a powerful clean with refreshing scents. And you can find your home's signature scent. It might be coconut, grapefruit, lavender. There is a scent for every vibe. Oh, it's grapefruit for me all the way. Lavender for me. Friends, transform your home into an oasis. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. 
I think this is such a brilliant invention and I wish somebody had come up with it earlier, but I'm glad we have it now. <laughs> you know, I've been doing theater since I was a little kid. My mom has yeah. all these videotapes of me and all these productions. And then we also have all of our family movies and all of the family photo albums and all of the everything that just takes up so much space. And I'm so <laughs> grateful that Legacy Box created this whole platform to be able to condense these amazing memories down into something that's actually tangible and easy to access. Well, and with Mother's Day fast approaching, it is a great gift for the whole family. So you can relive moments like wedding days, first steps, or the embarrassing haircut you had in the 90s. You can <laughs> reconnect with your family's history and hear your grandmother's voice again for the first time. Yes, the process is so easy. You just send in your legacy box filled with old VHS tapes, camcorder tapes, and pictures. And their team professionally digitizes everything by hand in the USA. You'll get everything back on the cloud or a thumb drive along with your originals. It's so easy. Yeah. I mean, again, the VHSs, my my new project is that I found Jeffrey's big, huge storage containers of VHS. And he was making TV shows in the late 80s, early 90s that I never got to see. This is my chance. So all of his pilots that never that never aired. Right. I love those old beta tapes. (laughs) So you guys can do this too. join over one point five million families that have trusted Legacy Box with their memories. Just go to LegacyBox.com slash drama to save 60% during their best Mother's Day sale ever. That's LegacyBox.com slash drama. So I play this little game every morning where I leave the house looking decrepit. And then I drop my children off at school. And then I get to my office and I take out a nice, cute little bag that came with my Thrive Cosmetic order. And with just a couple of products, I'm able to look like a normal, happy, healthy human again. It's incredible. I love these products. Thrive Cosmetics has a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look. With clean, skin-loving ingredients, their foolproof products make it easy for any skill level to apply. Now, a few of my favorite products include their incredible Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner. It's easy-to-use waterproof pencil, holds like wax, and blends like a powder. Just line brows to give them some structure and create natural-looking strokes of hair to fill in sparse brows. It comes with a spoolie brush to lift and tame brows after applying the pencil, and there are eight shades to choose from that adjust to your natural brow color for a perfect match every time. Now, my other favorite product, I've been talking about this forever, is the Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. Their unique formula creates tubes around each eyelash to lengthen them. And it's super easy to remove, you guys. This is my favorite part. It just slides right off with warm water, doesn't leave smudges, doesn't pull your eyelashes out. It's incredible. Its nourishing ingredients support longer, stronger, and healthier-looking lashes over time. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash drama. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash drama for 10% off your first order. Friends, we need a second to talk about Squarespace. Squarespace has so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. Now, one of the product features that I love is their asset library. You can upload, organize, and access all of your content from one place. 
With the new asset library, you're able to manage all of your files from one central hub and use them across the Squarespace platform. They also have flexible website templates, so you can get started with one of their professional website templates with designs for every category and use case. Then you just customize your look, update content, and add features to fit your unique needs. You can make any Squarespace template do what you want. So your idea, your brand, or your business stands out online on every device. Plus, they will make selling your products on an online store a breeze. Whether you sell physical, digital, or service products, Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. Go to squarespace.com slash drama for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. And I thought it was really interesting that when we, when we finally get to the end of the episode and she just asks him, yeah. Him saying, what did he say? Wouldn't, wouldn't that be something? Wouldn't that be something? Wouldn't that be something? It would be something. That's what I mean. She's looking at him like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, so is it a yes? Is it a no? I need more from you, sir. But I, I love it as a cliffhanger. I love him saying he's going to stick around and record. He wants to do a project with yeah. her. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's going to stick around. I don't remember where this goes. Me either. No idea. I'm really, really curious how long we get to keep him and what we're going to find out. I, I'm sort of afraid that it's not going to be him. I don't think it is. Isn't it Kevin Kilner? Well, Kevin Kilner was her dad. Oh, like oh her, adopted her dad. dad. Yeah, right, right. Sorry. Okay. But I, I'm really wondering who, I don't know. I don't. I think maybe it is because, I mean, this is Peyton's last season on the show anyway, so I think they sort of That's have true. to tie up this storyline. So maybe it I, is him. I am so curious. I love when we get to be surprised. Mick Wolf. Yeah. Mick Wolf. Like Mick. Yeah. And then you go in the completely not sweet direction of parental relationships. Mm-hmm. That was with where me I and was Victoria. going. Yeah, they're oh, broken boy. therapy. Okay, before we even get to Victoria, yeah. this is my least favorite kind of therapy. I'm watching this woman just. Well, first of all, she seems a little like superior, which kind of is irritating to me, but I can get over it. But then she's like, <laughs> she's basically just it's the it's the rhetorical. Um, I wish I'd written down one of her quotes, but it was basically mm. like. That's very normal. It doesn't really matter what I believe. It's what you believe. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I know what it is. I, I know what it. drove I you crazy. It. Okay. Well, first of all, again, the tie-in that this was Haley and Nathan's therapist. Oh, right. Why did they make this woman play British? She's I not. Don't and that's why she seems sort of holier than thou. Because yeah. it's very like, well, you know, what happens to people is like it's so <laughs> aristocratic and weird. Well, is it? Is that how it goes? I didn't know. Is, oh, do you feel sad about your mummy? Like it's so <laughs> bizarre. But Brooke is sort of explaining all of these things, and it really does sound Shakespearean. It sounds like yes, a wild, absolutely, you know, drama. She essentially accuses her mother of being 
Oz, you know, pulling all the puppet strings and unleashing the flying monkeys and then goes through the sketches and then this and the board meeting and, you know, the whole plot. And then realizing how crazy this sounds, because who has a family like this? But she really does. She says to the therapist, you probably think I'm crazy. And what I do appreciate is the validation she gets because she says, no, I don't. I think we have a lot to talk about. And I was like, it's almost great, but they made it quippy with the, I think we have a lot to talk about. And I hated it. I was like, (laughs) it's important for Brooke to hear that she's not crazy. It was like, it was like a pancake they flipped too soon or something. I thought she said, I thought her response to that was, it doesn't matter what I think. It matters what you think. Isn't that when she said that? Or was it not? Was that earlier? It might have been earlier. I don't know. She did say that at one point. At one point. I was like, oh, it's so passive aggressive. I hate that so much. You're like, I know it only matters what I think, but I'm paying you to tell me if I sound crazy. Yeah. You know what I liked about that, though? I liked they did a couple of overlaps in this episode that I thought were really well done because sometimes we, we overuse the device. Oh, yeah, cutting to the next scene. Yes, and and we did two really good ones. I said, well, where should we, you know, Brooke says, where should we start? Like, the whole story or since I fired her? And then it cuts to the boys. You fired your mom? Yeah. And it was like, oh, man. We did it really well in this episode. Yeah, And I I noticed two of them, and I really thought, like, oh, okay, the writers are having a good time this season. It's nice. So speaking of the boys, it's, it was interesting to see Nathan. Um, I, I, the storyline with Deb is interesting to me. And I guess I get it because he's been through so much with both of his parents that to finally put his trust in his mom and and yeah. just, you know, she's been in and out of rehab. She's had such a tempestuous relationship with Dan. She's made some really selfish choices in the past. And she finally seems to be um, settling into her life in a very real and comfortable way and now it, she's doing something erratic, it seems to him, again. Hmm. Um, but wrestle, Nathan wrestling with his priorities, like I guess everything getting thrown upside down with Q and not knowing who he can lean on and who he can trust. And yeah, it was a pretty, in my opinion, stupid move for Deb to reveal it at the funeral like that. But I mean... Truly We're not terrible. perfect. It's terrible. But I will say, on the one hand, you go, this is the moment. And on the other hand, you go, that's the most human thing to do for this person that you really care about. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so that's where I'm going. It's, it's like Nathan, Nathan coming to the realization that his parents aren't perfect, but like his mom's not perfect, but she's still good. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like that was an important moment for him to to get to that place where he wasn't just compartmentalizing everything about his parents. It was mm. like something about Q's death just broke open this spot for him to just go, okay, eventually, you know, at the by the end. Yeah. To just go, okay, I, I have to leave room for error. There just has to be room for error. And it doesn't mean that my mom it's not black or white. It doesn't mean my mom's a bad person. It's just yeah. like she makes choices I wouldn't make. Mm-hmm. But it's just interesting to see him wrestle with that. Well, and you know what I wish we were going to get a little bit of, especially because 
we are acknowledging the complexity of familial relationships here. We're doing it with Peyton and Mick. We're doing it with Brooke and Victoria. Brooke is finally mm-hmm. going to therapy. Thank God. We, it's it's like we're digging into the realer stuff on the show. We're not just doing glossy relationship drama all the time. And I know we're not going to get it, but what I wish we were going to get to now that Nathan understands there's real feelings between these people. Because look, I get I get the initial, like, my mom is sleeping with my friend. What's happening? Oh, yeah, it's weird. But I wish we could also get to a place for Deb where we got to understand a little bit of why, where we got to hear a woman say, yeah, I was in an abusive relationship, and now I'm not going to date someone unless I've known them for a while, unless I've gotten to watch their behavior, realize they're a good person, Mm. not that they're a narcissist who's trying to, like— mark me. And then, you know, we've talked about this a lot on the show, you know, you and I have experience with narcissists. Like it changes the way you perceive people and how long you wait to trust people and how long you wait to trust yourself. Cause like clearly like she's going, I keep picking these people. So something's wrong with me too. Right. And so I, it's like starting to see a glimmer of the acknowledgement of, I don't want to hurt you and I want to be happy. I'm like, oh, man, I would love for this to lead to more honest conversations between Nathan and Deb about Deb's experiences as the woman in relationship to Dan. Mm, Yeah. And I don't think we're going to get that. And I don't know, part of me that's like read all the books that we like send back and forth was just like, damn it, I want to get there. Like we're, we're, there's such an opportunity here. And I just think Barbara does such a beautiful job when she gets to be in those scenes with James and and Deb yeah. just gets to tell Nathan how she feels and I want more of it. I do too. And it's also considering all that, it actually makes it a bigger deal that she was willing to break it off with Antoine in order yeah. to have a relationship with Jamie. Yeah. Because man, life is complex like that. Like, yeah. what are you going to do? Your son gives you an ultimatum? Like- I mean, yeah, you could choose to say, well, you're not the boss of me. I'm going to do what I want and yep. go live your own life. And that's, you're well within your rights to do that. And he would be wrong, in my opinion. But <laughs> <laughs> life isn't always black and white. Again, it's like her going, yeah. you know, I, this relationship is, I have to weigh these these options. And mm-hmm. my grandson and my son are my priority. And in spite of the fact that they're putting, he's putting me in a position that I don't deserve to be in. Um, it is ultimately like my, I want to have that relationship with him and that's the important thing and we'll figure it out later on. But what a sacrifice to go to somebody that's finally making you happy and that you're in a great relationship and be like, I'm sorry. I just, I can't, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. Well, and I mean, not, not to get like so deep in the weeds on the, emotional end of it and the you know the, the therapy research but you know I love your research I, I love it even the fact when you think about it when you know Deb has known skills for so long he felt like a safe person for her to yeah. like get back into her body with you know like a trustworthy non-threatening this person's not going to be violent with me yes. I can like have I a, know a physical experience you know yeah and even without going into so much detail, Skills expresses that to Nathan. He's like, yeah, it might have started as a sex thing, but it's a whole other thing now. I have feelings for her. 
And Deb is admitting that she has feelings for him. And I think there's also something profound about a woman who's gotten out of, you know, an abusive relationship, like finding a relationship to her, her physical and emotional body and well-being again with Mm. someone in a safe way. And I don't know, I kind of love that Haley's the one who gets to call Nathan out on his reaction and be like, hey, guy, you slept with my sister. You, (laughs) like, you know how we got started. (laughs) You didn't say it, but could have been like, you slept with, like, every cheerleader in the school. Yep. Come on. Both of my best friends. Yeah, like, literally everyone. (laughs) And and I just love that his response is like, cool, you're just never going to stop trying to make me a better person. Okay, great. Great. And you're like, no, because... You're kind of being a hypocrite. I got to call but you out on it. It's like so sweet. Even and I Jamie does. Yeah. Jamie's saying, I let you kiss my mom. That line. <laughs> my favorite so line of the episode. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Especially because Nathan's trying to rationalize to a five-year-old why he's upset. And the five-year-old's like, well, they like each other. And I like them both. So who cares? And he's like, yeah, but that's my mom. Yeah. Like an adult is saying this to a child. And the child's <laughs> response is, you kiss my mom. <laughs> like he literally just so owns good. him like okay dummy it's so great it's so great out of the mouths of babes i do love yeah. that i love the fact that he just man kids kids really can have a way of seeing things in the most simple mm-hmm. format and i think we need that sometimes nathan yeah. clearly needed it here That's well sure. and not to ping pong around like total adhd brain no do but- it it actually really makes me think Jamie is so clear with Nathan. He's just like, dad, like you kiss my mom. He just says the truth. And then you think about Peyton being in front of Mick and she can't bear to ask him on that walk, are you my dad? So scary. But you see her wanting to. So instead she takes a deep breath and says, did you know my dad? And then looks yes. at him hoping that because she cracked the door, he'll walk through it. Yes. And isn't it interesting that, like, we we layer on all of our experiences and we carry them around with us for our whole lives. And yeah. as adults, sometimes we just can't be as clear as we could be when we were five. Man, I wish I could. I really wish I could. It's, it's just so, I don't know, I love the sort of dichotomy of all of these parental relationships in this episode. Yes, I do too. Okay, well, let's talk about the other parental relationship because there's so much Brooke here to dive mm. into. Mm. Um, she goes to New York, shows up at Victoria's apartment, lays a glop down on the table. <laughs> How does she even get to New York on the plane with the gun? I got on an airplane in my work outfit. <laughs> In your work outfit. I have no jacket. I have flown from <laughs> North Carolina to New York without with no jacket. This was yeah. also, good God, this was the season where wardrobe love to put me in vests. And I I have no sunglasses on, but I'm I have two black eyes. How am I walking around New York City? And all I don't have a carry-on. I don't have anything. I have a handbag <laughs> with a gun. How did I get on a plane? She's Brooke Davis. She was just like but let me on the plane. It was her private plane. I must have checked a bag and just left it with the doorman or something. But you knew that you were just going to say, like, you didn't think you were staying overnight. So why would you check a bag? But you can't get on a plane with a gun unless you check it. I don't know. It was, 
I just was like, how? I'm going to suspend my own disbelief, but this feels ridiculous. I just wish she had drove. Like, why would it be, have been so hard for her to just get in the car and drive? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe you're right. Maybe she chartered a plane. Maybe Brooke has that much money. I Not anymore. She gave away her company. Uh, well, she at the end of the episode. Yeah. But I will say, all of the ridiculousness of it aside, I loved like just throwing the bag down, putting the gun on the table and being like, we need to talk. Like, you had to commit to that material so hard. Uh-huh. There's no... There's no half-assing that without it just look. But you pulled it off. I mean, I believed you. I, it felt very like this is what you've brought me to. You've brought mm-hmm. you have brought me to this place where I'm carrying around a gun because I'm terrified for my life. So yeah. here, I want you to see for real what you've done to me. Yeah, and it was interesting. I remember. I remember wanting to make sure that it would feel honest, but it wouldn't feel melodramatic. Yeah, that's hard to do. Oh, there's like such an opportunity to be like, you've reduced me to a shell of myself, you know? And mm-hmm. it's like, oh my God. So it, I had to figure out a way to put that sort of like really tough Brooke energy on it so it could be this like spicy had a tep between the two of them, but also have beats where like the fear could come out. And I remember, I I just remember like really wanting to get it right and being so happy getting into it with Daphne because we just have such good chemistry Yeah, that it like quickly all of the how do you track the roller coaster of emotion in the sequence homework stuff we do as actors went away and we were just at each other. Yeah. Yeah. And that felt cool. What I thought was one of the things that was really interesting about that scene is that it is the first time that the roles were reversed and Victoria Mm -hmm. was on the defense. Mm -hmm. Um, Every other time that I can remember Brooke and Victoria interacting, Brooke throws a fit sometimes, but Victoria always is more calm, always more. I don't mean to reduce Brooke. I'm not saying she throws a fit, but you know, she, she acts out like she, she has her moment and Victoria just stays above it all. And she's like, I'm in charge. I've got the upper Mm -hmm. hand. And she just lays down whatever thing she thinks she needs. And Brooke is always left sort of in shambles. Yeah. Like what just happened? I came in hot. I had I was right. I mm-hmm. I was had been wronged. And somehow I'm still the one who's crying and yeah. questioning myself. And it was the first time that we got to see Victoria actually be scrambling, trying mm-hmm. to figure out how to how to get through the conversation. Yeah. Well, and so many things were so telling that her first question was, Did you go to the police? The first fear is, what about the brand? What about the reputation? And and Brooke gets to throw that back in her face, you know, because it's like, oh, you, the PR spinner, Mm. you know, and and it really is working. And she's really mustering up this courage to talk about how she doesn't want to be like her mom. She doesn't want to become this person. You know, she doesn't want any of this. And then Victoria really hammers her with this thing that is so cold and so cruel, but freeing. 
she doesn't say it in a cruel way. That's what's so interesting and mm-hmm. why Daphne's such a great actress. She could have said it in a way that was mean and like a vendetta. Mm-hmm. But no, she just was, it was, that's pure narcissism. Again, just really yeah. believed that she was a victim and she was yeah. thinking that this is going to help explain to you <laughs> why she treats you so badly. Yeah. But it had the opposite effect, which was really cool. Friends, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? I don't think so. I don't think there is. No, no. <laughs> oh, that feeling just walking in the door and it's like, my life is okay. I'm not a total disaster. Like, yeah. <laughs> I really feel better about myself when my house is clean. And I think the best way to achieve that relaxing feeling of a clean home, Clorox Sentiva. Clorox Sentiva provides a powerful clean with refreshing scents. And you can find your home's signature scent. It might be coconut, grapefruit, lavender. There is a scent for every vibe. Oh, it's grapefruit for me all the way. Lavender for me. Friends, transform your home into an oasis. With a powerful, clean and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. My Wayfair account has been (laughs) (laughs) guys it's one of those passwords that i just store on my computer because i'm always logging in whether i'm doing something for my house for one of the charities that i work with we're you know we renovated the teacher workrooms at my kids school wayfair is just the best resource for any and all renovation projects I agree. I'm finding a great price on the perfect new piece for your home. It's super satisfying or for a place that you're contributing to. Wayfair is the place to shop for everything home from sofas and beds to dining sets, decor. They have it all. You can find thousands of huge deals site-wide up to 80% off, like Hillary just said. And the selection is pretty unbelievable. I feel like anything I need to find that has to do with home, whether it's faucets for renovations or rugs or outdoor patio furniture or chandeliers or gadgets for your kitchen. It's all there. That's right. You can find everything you need for your living room, outdoor areas, bedrooms, and more. And they have a huge selection of home goods ranging from appliances and area rugs to beds and wall art. And it's all on sale. On sale. Wayfair has something for every home, no matter your style or budget. Don't miss Wayfair's biggest sale of the year to get everything home. Head to Wayfair.com now to shop Wayday for three days only. That's W-A-Y-F-A-I-R.com. Wayday ends May 6th. I know there's a couple folks out there that don't know what they're doing for this summer yet. Um, So we have that solved for you. We figured it out. You are going to go to CheapCaribbean.com to find deals on all your favorite all-inclusive destinations, and you're going to spend your summer in paradise. Yeah, guys, come on. Take a break. You work hard. Everybody's working so hard. Mm. Swim up to the bar in Punta Cana or sit with your toes in the sand on the shores of Cancun. You can score an extra $175 off site-wide vacations of four nights or more now through June 3rd. Summer is going to be here before you know it. So do your deal and find vacays in your price range at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. Okay, friends, we are here to help you out. Mother's Day is May 12th. That means it's fast approaching. So instead of scrambling last minute this year, Hillary and I think you should try Macy's for your Mother's Day gifts. Oh, we sure do. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom 
easy this year. You can shop by price, like $25 and under to $100 and under. Categories like fragrance, handbags, and more. Or their gift lists, like for the mom who has everything, or for grandma, or for gifts that are already wrapped. Macy's is making it so easy on you. Find top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frame, Polaroid cameras, Samsung smart TV, the frame, which I have a couple of, love them. They're all at Macy's.com slash gift finder. Head on over to Macy's.com slash gift finder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. I liked that the story for Brooke was fuel. Instead of something that hurt her, it, like it, it frees her. Yeah. I remember having this feeling in that scene. I have such sense memory of this one. Mm-hmm. Like just shaking my head, looking at her, being like, oh my God, I don't have to carry this anymore. Yeah. That's what I have in my notes. Brooke shedding. That's what yes. her, yes, she's shedding. Well, and we talked about this a couple weeks ago. Whatever's happening in the world, all these people are sort of reclaiming their independence and their power, and it's been a wild season for a lot of humans. Um, and we talked about the, like, the aha, you know, at least it has been for me this year of learning to not be, just to carry everybody else's stuff, to not be so yeah. worried about being a, a people pleaser, to not be so worried about making everybody else happy, even if I'm miserable. And <laughs> and I, I don't know. It felt resonant with me in a way now that I was like, oh, yeah, that feeling of going, oh, I don't have to carry this anymore. This isn't about me at all. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. And it Bye. and it's so important. And I don't think I knew. I remember it feeling so good for the character then, but I don't think I knew how profound it felt in my life yet. Yeah. And it's cool to see it now. I don't know. I, 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 I really, looking back on it, like the way this whole thing went down. And I like that before Victoria tells her the whole thing about this accidental pregnancy and she never wanted to be a mom in the first place and they had a daughter and not a son and all this stuff mm. that's really dark, that she actually admits her jealousy. Mm. She says, oh, I was a failure as a mother. You got everything you ever wanted, everything I ever wanted. Mm. And Brooke gets to know that her mom's just been jealous of her this whole time. Oh, unreal. It's it's heavy, but it's but it is freeing. It's so freeing. This scene, it's one of my favorite Brooke moments, I think, in this mm. show, because you were, you know, I know we use this phrase a lot, dropped into your body. But the difference here was um, she, I feel like you really allowed Brooke to not have processed this enough to get haughty with it. That might be mm. too dramatic of a word, but where yeah. you feel really proud of yourself for standing up for yourself and walking out of the room and doing the, you know, yeah. your famous stop over the shoulder, give the last line thing, which is always yeah. so good. But you did all those things without that sense of, um, I'm proud of myself for doing this because it, it's like it hadn't even hit yet. She hadn't, yeah. she didn't even have time to go, here's what I'm going to do and I'm laying it down and I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. It was just pure guttural reaction. I, oh, I'm, I'm just done. Oh, I'm just yeah. going to go. Yeah. 
Because the difference is, it's not, it's not an I win. That's it. It's not I win. I'm free. Yes. I'm free. Okay. It's, it's the aha moment. Yeah, she didn't need to win. No. I, I, she had already won. It's like the realization of like, oh, I don't, this isn't even, well, this is not even a fight. It's not even a thing. And then the win for her is to say, take the company. I don't want it. Yeah. That's where she gets to win. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't even think it started that way. It, in the way that I interpreted that, and maybe you were thinking something different when you were doing the scene, but for me, it, it still felt like, yeah. oh, I'm not done shedding. Hold on. This is mm-hmm. the last piece I need to unload. Well, because in a way, she realizes, oh, I'm going to cut the last cord. That's yeah. it. I'm just going to, I'm going to cut it. I don't want it. And yeah. then she gets that last little moment. She gets her win when she says, congrats. Now you got everything you ever wanted. Yeah. Like she had to just let it all go first. Mm -hmm. And then like, oh, yeah, this feels good. This is what I should have been doing all this time. And it goes to that quote that Lucas says on the basketball court. Sometimes it's not about winning. It's about healing. Yes. So good. It ties all together. And that's what it is. And that I think maybe that's why the scene feels like such a big deal to me now. Because that's it. When you, when you put down all the shit you're carrying because other people told you you were supposed to, mm. ah, or you yeah. put down trying to fix something with a toxic human because they're your family or your spouse or your yeah. whatever, and you just go like, wait, what am I doing this for? What am I doing? Is life supposed to be this hard? Mm. I don't think it's supposed to be this hard. Yeah. To, to look around and say, I'm done now. I'm done doing the work. It's freedom. I have said that for years about like, I mean, it's out there now the, when I left the group that I was a part of. And yeah. there was something that I, I've, people keep asking me like, was it so hard to leave? Was it so hard? I was like, actually, no, walking away was the easiest part. The aftermath, dealing with everything is another story. But like, Walking away is the easiest part because Mm -hmm. when you realize exactly what you're talking about and you just like, oh, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. Done. I was actually telling somebody the other day, Joy, you'll love it because we've obviously both been through it. But I was saying that like it started in the spring for me and then like through the spring and summer. Do you remember that Megan Thee Stallion song, Hot Girl Summer? Yeah. So like. The, the group chat of, like, women going through separations and divorces, like, just kept growing. And then at one point, someone renamed it Hot Divorce Summer. And I was just dying. I was like, the fact that we have this group chat that is literally giving everybody life and people are trading, like, recommendations for lawyers, sending each other, like, quotes from phenomenal writers. We have, like, a book club going. We're sending each other, like, really hilarious memes from, like, TikTok. It just got so... Great. And I was like, I, in this moment, while we're all processing this and we're going to get feedback from our listeners, I'm like, maybe we need to make that movie. I was just going to say, that's a TV show. Right? Like, that's the rom-com I want to watch is like all the women getting free. (laughs) But it's like hot divorce summer. Yeah. Divorce summer. That's funny. I'm not mad at it. Like, okay, by the way, total sidebar, but um, First Wives Club. Oh, it was brilliant. But when I watch it, I was like, this is, they were our age. That was, that was supposed to be all like our age in that movie. 
It which makes is in, no sense. I know. Man, the 90s were crazy. The, the meme that goes around at Christmas, which like now is hitting the internet everywhere, that's like, if you're 36, do you realize that Kevin's mom in Home Alone is the same age as you? <laughs> and I was like, wait a minute. Didn't she have like eight kids? What? She what? did. I could not. It's so wild to me. <laughs> It's wild. Okay. But the last thing I'm going to say, uh, bringing it all back full circle to this yeah. New York jaunt for Brooke, I love the callback to our scene with, with Jamie. When I get in the cab and the guy asks me where I'm going and I say, take me to the airport. I'm going home to my family. Because Brooke is like, I just wish I had a family like yours. And he says, you do. Because yes. you're my Aunt you're- Brooke. You're my Aunt Brooke. Oh. That's it. I'm going back it, to my family. It really reminds you, you know, all of us, that you get to build it. You really do. And I think I just loved that. I was like, yeah, that feels really important. I thought the whole montage at the end was really good for everyone. Yeah, I agree. I the The notes that I have on the end of this episode, aside from – music in big capital letters because the music in this episode was again Lindsay Wolfington so excellent yeah um is the the gestures we make the rituals that we have um there was something about like Brooke getting in the back seat of the taxi we've seen her do this in the back we've seen her in the back seat of a limo with Victoria mm. we've seen her in the back of the taxi and backseat of cars, the back, mm-hmm. there's something about this ritual. I mean, whatever, it's a ritual. You're in a taxi cab. Of course, you're going to be in the back seat. but it's reminiscent of yeah. those moments. And, and then the boys, the basketball players, the patch, the fact that Lucas got them all new jerseys with the patch, the gesture that they're making of playing without mm-hmm. a fifth and then asking to play without a fifth for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. There's these rituals and gestures that we make in life and they, it calls back to Lucas's quote, life is fleeting, our time here is short, and to honor the fallen, we must live our lives well. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that I have a complete thought on this as much as it was just a deep emotion and an awareness of how important those gestures and rituals are. Mm-hmm. And I just honor that about our show. I feel like we did a really great job bringing those up and continuing them throughout the seasons. Yeah. Well, and, you know, we talked about this the other day with Robbie, but obviously it's so frustrating to have lost such an impactful character because a bunch of grownups, like, were arguing about people's paychecks. Mm -hmm. But it really did allow us to open this sort of, trapdoor to even more feeling and even more ritual. Yeah. And and it created the container that was, you know, built out of such serious emotion that it sort of required all the characters to process these big serious things. And yeah. and it really was, I think to our storylines it was a gift. Yeah. But it's inspiring too, the ritual of coming together, the gestures of Mm-hmm. Quentin's not here to see them do that. It's yeah. not, I mean, it's for him, but it's also for them and the it's gestures and healing. Oh, that was the last piece. Uh, skills, making oh. the gesture to come 
even though he's like, he didn't do anything wrong, Mm -hmm. but, and he knew Nathan was mad at him and he just put himself out there and took the risk. Yeah. Um, I just really admired that. I thought that was such a cool choice. I did too. Another just gesture and ritual, like let's play the ritual. Let's do our dance that we've been doing. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. And he shows up, well, he shows up to fill a void in Nathan's life and by doing so remind him that he's going to be there for him no matter what. Yeah. And, and the, and the sort of second layer of that is, and I have been for this long. Yeah. You know, for all, for our, our friendships and all these things we do and have done all these years together. And I, I loved that again, sometimes, you know, they, to make time, they would cut the moments in our scenes. It was just dialogue, 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 dialogue. And I loved that they didn't do that here. And they let the awkwardness hang in the air. And they let Nathan really look at skills. We really got to watch James decide whether or not he was going to answer the question. Yeah. And then he said, yeah, I, you know, I need to work on my left. And it was such a good mm. double entendre. So maybe that's mm. where we start. Oh, I was like, we did it. I love it. <laughs> yes. The beautiful tapestry of life weaving together all the imperfections and just coming back to family, coming back yeah. to your, your emotional home. So good. Yeah. Oh, you guys. So I good. Don't know what else to say? I really loved this episode. It was, yeah. it was such a nice, pleasant surprise. Mm-hmm. We touched on Nanny Carrie being in the house. Yeah, we did. Yeah. All right. She was great. I love Tori. She's always great. I liked that, you know, she came and talked to Deb on the bench. That was kind of funny. That was wild. Well, and that's how she knew, like, Deb wouldn't be there. It was so creepy. Also, in what a weird way that that she actually inspired Deb to make the stand up for herself. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? It just goes to show you, like, people can be used in any way, any shape or form. It's... (laughs) Yeah. Someone's hero is someone else's villain and vice versa. Hey, that's... Good. That's good. Okay. Listen, from Mary Kate, episode 602, you guys are talking about how it's a friend's job to tell Brooke you're not okay or to Mm. help her open up. Okay. As women who have grown up together and have a trusting relationship, do you have any tips on how to start the conversation with a friend? Mm. Even with that kind of relationship, it can be hard to talk about hard things. That's true, Mm. Mary Kate. That is true. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Pick up the phone. Texting yeah. is hard. Um, I mean, I think it can all be hard, but I think the best way, I'm just thinking about it, because 602, you know, I think we're referring to um, the fact that, you know, Hillary was voicing that she was so frustrated, remember, that Peyton didn't say, like, hey, you're obviously not yeah. good. Like, what's going yeah. on? I don't think you fell down the stairs, you know? Yeah. Um, I think... If you know someone might not want to talk about something, but you're worried about them, I think sometimes the best way to approach it is, I might be off base here. Yeah. But I feel like you're not okay. I, yeah. I'm, I'm a little worried about you, and I'm here, and you can tell me anything. Do you need to talk? Yeah. Because what's the worst that could happen? Yeah. You could be off base. Everything could be fine. Uh, and then they just know you're a great friend looking out for them or they 
tell you what's up or they aren't still aren't comfortable talking, but at least they know yeah. that you are there for them and that, you know, it's up to you. Yeah. I think that's good advice. Well, yeah. yeah and I think, I think what it can do if they're not ready, like you were saying, is it just reminds someone that you see them. Yeah. And sometimes that's what we have to do. Like through, through strange periods, we just say like, I see you, I'm around, I'll wait. And sometimes people have to say, yeah, I'm not ready, but I see you too. And life is long, you know, like yeah. everything feels so pressing and we want answers so quickly all the time. And we want everyone to have the right thing to say all the time. And we want to know everybody's business and everything is insane. <laughs> and maybe that's because social media refreshes every time we pull our thumb mm. down our phone screen. So we think- It's training our brains. You know, we just think we're supposed to have more, more, more all the time, all the time. Sometimes you just have to give people a minute. But I yeah, I think a little reach out to say like, I'm here if yeah. is a nice way to start. Yeah. And if I it's slow, let it be slow. Yeah, just, you know, yeah, I, I agree. Just being there often makes such a huge difference. Yeah. Um, that's funny that you say life is long. It's because even though it does off, I've, I always feel like, man, life is so short. And it is, you know, the quote mm. of the episode, life is fleeting. Mm -hmm. When I landed in Nashville, the day that I moved to Nashville, me and Maria mm. got on the plane. We landed here. I'm standing in the hallway of the airport and I hear somebody talking to me. And I feel a hand on my shoulder. I turn around. It's Gavin DeGraw. Whoa. In the and I was like, what in the world are you doing here? And he was like, well, I mean, I live here. It's not that crazy. I was like, yeah, I know. But like today <laughs> of all days. Yeah. The fact that I'm going somewhere with this, so bear with me. But the fact that he and I told him this, I said, the, the fact that you were there I, I know that you're just in the airport doing your thing, but for me, mm. um, coming back to com coming to a place where it represents the start of something that I never got to finish because of all these complications in my life. When I, you know, coming to Nashville to work on music and sing and try and do something again later in life to feel like, am I even going to be able to do this? And it just felt like a miracle to me, like a sign. Like the fact that mm -hmm. you from One Tree Hill were coming back into the future to tell me that it's all okay. And he said to me, the road is long. Mm -hmm. And that was it. It was like, I mean, he said other things, but like that was the that was the takeaway that yeah, life is short, but the road is long. Yeah. And yeah, holding on to those friendships and like you're saying, and just letting letting people know that you're there for them. And yeah, it's hard to talk about hard things with everybody. Mm -hmm. Everybody has it. I, you get a pit in your stomach. I hate that I have to say this out loud. It's scary. I don't like being vulnerable. Blah. But what, what's the alternative? What are you going to yeah. do? Yeah. We have to spin a wheel and we have to. We have to spin a wheel and we have to do an honorable mention. Yeah, I mean, honorable mention, like does Jackson not get the honorable mention for that yeah. line? It's so good. Oh my good. God, 100%. It was so good. <laughs> Friends, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? I don't think so. I don't think there is. No, no. <laughs> oh, that feeling of just walking in the door and it's like, 
my life is okay. I'm not a total disaster. Like, yeah, <laughs> I really feel better about myself when my house is clean. And I think the best way to achieve that relaxing feeling of a clean home, Clorox Sentiva. Clorox Sentiva provides a powerful clean with refreshing scents. And you can find your home's signature scent. It might be coconut, grapefruit, lavender. There is a scent for every vibe. Oh, it's grapefruit for me all the way. Lavender for me. Friends, transform your home into an oasis. With a powerful, clean and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. I know there's a couple folks out there that don't know what they're doing for this summer yet. Um, So we have that solved for you. We figured it out. You are going to go to CheapCaribbean.com to find deals on all your favorite, all-inclusive destinations, and you're going to spend your summer in paradise. Yeah, guys, come on. Take a break. You work hard. Everybody's working so hard. Mm. Swim up to the bar in Punta Cana or sit with your toes in the sand on the shores of Cancun. You can score an extra $175 off site-wide vacations of four nights or more now through June 3rd. Summer is going to be here before you know it. So do your deal and find vacays in your price range at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. Okay, friends, we are here to help you out. Mother's Day is May 12th. That means it's fast approaching. So instead of scrambling last minute this year, Hillary and I think you should try Macy's for your Mother's Day gifts. Oh, we sure do. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. You can shop by price, like $25 and under to $100 and under, categories like fragrance, handbags, and more, or their gift lists, like for the mom who has everything, or for grandma, or for gifts that are already wrapped. Macy's is making it so easy on you. Find top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frame, Polaroid cameras, Samsung smart TV, the frame, which I have a couple of, love them. They're all at macy's.com slash gift finder. Head on over to macy's.com slash gift finder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. So therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. I've had um, plenty of times in my life and seasons where I have needed a safe space where I could just uh, know that there was no judgment. I could just sort of dump out whatever I was thinking. And sometimes Mm -hmm. even just hearing myself say things out loud made it Mm -hmm. easier to go, wait a second, actually, I don't believe that. Why am I carrying that narrative around in my brain? But it doesn't always feel easy to say that kind of stuff to friends or people you're in relationship with. So I love therapy for that reason and many more. I do too. I totally agree, especially because therapy is a dedicated chunk of time. Like for me, it's an hour a week where I really focus on my self-care. It's like, I think of it as a, you know, gym for my brain and my heart. And it's so important Mm -hmm. to take care of yourself in that way. And like you said, Joy, you can't always unburden on your friends. And I think a lot of us sometimes don't talk about what's going on with us because we feel guilty asking somebody to help us work through something, but that's literally a therapist's job. And I think that's why it works so well. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash drama today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash drama.
All right, let's spin a wheel. Oh boy! The <laughs> most likely to get a tattoo they regret. I mean, Haley did that, didn't she? I don't know. If she she sure it, did. She, she got her little tramp stamp. I feel like that tracks. I mean, I feel like <laughs> I don't know. Haley and Lucas both got pretty bad tattoos in high school. Maybe that's really the lesson is just don't get tattoos in high school. <laughs> I think that's a good lesson. You know? I think that's a really good lesson. I like all the tattoos I've gotten as an adult. Like the first two from like 23 and 25, I'm still like, meh, they're fine. I could do without them. But yeah, I just feel like wait until you know yourself better. Well, nobody's reckless. That nobody, like nobody to me is reckless enough that they would wake up with a tattoo or get something that they regret. I don't know. I can't think of anybody. Well, no. I mean, Hillary loves all her tattoos. I know Danielle loves all her tattoos. Yeah. I I like mine. I was even thinking of Danielle think- because when when at Hillary's wedding, she had the tattoo artist and it was like yeah. one in the morning and Danielle's like, I'm going to get mischief on my calf. And I was like, yeah. I did I did stop her and looked at her in the eyes and I was like, are you ready to do this? Do you want a word on the back of your calf? Are you sure? She's yeah. like, yes. And she loves it. So great. Loves it. I know. <laughs> I think it's pretty great. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, actually, didn't didn't Chad get a tattoo that they had to cover up because I don't know if he regretted it or not, but they did have to. <laughs> no, because that, that no. Was, it was like it was in some other language and then it ended up not being oh, on his shoulder. Yes. But that's where we put that's where we put Lucas's tattoo. Yes, because Wait, he, did it mean like, did he thought it means something and then it actually meant like fork or like silverware? Yeah. Like, I feel no, like no, 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 no. I think that's in the show. But didn't he have- Oh, right, right, right. He had a tattoo and then had to cover it with another tattoo. Oh. And that's why we had to put one over it. Isn't okay. that, is that right? Yeah, it's that, been 20 years. that sounds years. about right. So I think, yeah, okay. in real life, okay. I mean, look, I don't know if he would do that today, but he certainly did Well, he didn't have a Haley mind. around to to <laughs> pause him and say, are you sure? Are you sure? Oh, man. Um, I did just find this quote, and I would love to read it. It's so good. Okay. Um, to love at all is to be vulnerable. Love mm-hmm. anything, and your heart will be wrung and possibly broken. If you want to make sure of keeping it intact, you must give it to no one, not even an animal. Wrap it carefully around with hobbies and little luxuries. Avoid all entanglements. Lock it up safe in the casket or coffin of your selfishness. But in that casket, safe, dark, motionless, airless, it will change. It will not be broken. It will become unbreakable, (coughs) impenetrable, irredeemable. To love is to be vulnerable. Mm, I love that. so... In the spirit of exactly what, Sophia, you were just saying about being there for a friend and mm. letting them know it's, yeah, to love is to be vulnerable. So mm-hmm. it, it is the most loving thing that you can do to just be vulnerable mm. if, you know, if you can trust the person to handle that. So hopefully, yeah. you know, you you out there, Mary-Kate, um, have some really great friends in your life that you can experience that with. Yeah, just give it a shot. All right, friends. Next week, we will be on season six, episode five. You have dug your own grave. Now live in it. Oh, boy. Ooh. 
Sounds harsh. Wow, that was a great episode. I had a nice night. Yeah. Thanks. I loved it. Thanks. Yeah. See you later, friends. Hey, thanks for listening. Don't forget to leave us a review. You can also follow us on Instagram at dramaqueensoth. Or email us at dramaqueens at iheartradio.com. See you next time. We're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl, drama girl. cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens, smart girl, rough girl, fashion but you're tough girl, you could sit with us girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens, drama, drama queens, drama queens. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, Booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply just want to soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder. Or... Find a featured all-inclusive package to Sunscape Resorts and Spas and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Boy, I've spent definitely a significant amount of time in therapy in my life. And I think there's just so many layers to life that can be hard to navigate. And having somebody there to just talk through things really makes, it makes the days easier sometimes. It's a simple truth, no matter who you are. Mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Is it hoarding if it's boots? I don't think so. A woman can never have too many pairs of boots. It's the perfect gift for your loved ones and for yourself. So this festival and concert season is all about boots. Everybody has to show up in style. And Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert with all your friends. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacova's.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. In Puerto Rico, if you can hear the music, you're invited to the party. Sometimes it's salsa, sometimes it's plena, sometimes it's reggaeton. No matter what rhythm is calling to you, when you hear it, it is always time to dance. In Puerto Rico, you can't step outside without hearing music because music is life there. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com.